Grandpa Jim Motivation Central Station. I can promise you I have never made a recording at this hour at night, but I just found out that a guy that I learned so much from on Making a Murderer, his name was Eric Hosea. Excellent information he would provide. He had a passion for what he did. I think we could all you know, learn something from Eric, uh, and, uh, you know, passion will drive you far in life, and, you know, the man, I have to admit, like, I, there's this little community on the making a murderer, um, that's been around ever since the, uh, documentary, uh, came out, and, you know, I went to sleep many, many a night listening to Eric Jose. And there were a couple of things that attracted me to him and his work was, number one, the first time I ever was flipping through, like, YouTube, trying to find some information about making a murderer, I came across some of his videos. And the first thing that it reminded me of was my best friend, Mike Luban, who passed away when I was 28 He looked a lot like Eric did, and they had similar mannerisms. And also then when I first started working in television, I actually started with a cable access show, helping my kids do some cable access access stuff. And then they asked me to do a couple of shows, and the rest was history, and I started working in television and But at our set, where we made a lot of these shows, we had this, like, Japanese-type curtain that a lot of shows would use for their background. And um, he had one of those um, there. So I also thought that I'm in Wisconsin here, and the state of Wisconsin, I always thought that he was in Wisconsin for a while, um, just because um, some of his mannerisms, I guess, with my friend, maybe that's what it was. But I never had a suspicion early on that he was out in California. You know, I thought he was here in the state, and he had just excellent information all the time. And so uh, I like to give credit where credit's due, and I, I just knew, like, I was not getting to sleep tonight. So I thought, you know, I better just... Uh, give credit where credit is due and the man really put in an effort and he had a passion in life so um, I did a podcast not long ago like what is your light was the title of it and sometimes too when you make these podcasts it's all about the title and so uh, maybe you uh, you know didn't think anything was there but I always thought that's a really, uh, you know, good thought anyway. You know, I, I can't even remember how the podcast turned out, but I was asked that question once on a job interview, and I said, you know, that's easy for me, a spotlight. Like, like I just knew that, you know. So if you're looking to find your passion, and, you know, that's probably the hardest thing in life is to really know. Like, for a long time, I did not know what I wanted to do. And then I think that was a turning point for me was when I worked at this cable access thing, putting 
I shouldn't say I worked there, I volunteered there, and I um, was making these shows for my kids, and then I did one or two, and, you know, somebody there, the manager said, you know, you really should do more of this, you're really, you know, good at it, and so, um, you know, that's all I needed to hear was that, and then, um, you know, I picked it up, and I ran with it, I really, uh, at that time, was battling, you know, depression and all kinds of stuff and looking for a way out of a dark tunnel and that really motivated me like like nobody's business and um so you know if you can figure out you know what kind of lights do you like you know you know for your career you know what kind of light is it now is it a computer screen is it um a night light uh you know, do you like the atmosphere of clubs and music and, you know, or a, um, you know, a light over a drafting table, um, you know, and, and do you like a reading lamp? Do you just, and that's cool, you know, whatever your thing is, be it, you know, like, and uh, so I've been really blessed. I've uh, Personally, I've had people come to me you know, and offer me all kinds of job opportunities, and, you know, and I just tell them, you know, I already know what I want to do, and I'm doing it, you know, so thanks for the offer, but back to Eric, and uh, wow, what a shocker, it just really makes you realize just how fickle life is, and also a uh, couple of um, people that I know through my gutter cleaning business have had some COVID uh, stuff. And so, you know, it's real. It's there, you know, and just putting on a mask is something that's easy enough for us all to do. And so um, I'd highly recommend that, you know, we take this stuff serious. It's so easy like even if we're wrong like let's say we really don't need the mask uh, it comes out five years later that we didn't need it right now we're being told that this is what we need and it in my estimation it's what we need and I also saw recently where these young people had lung transplants and when they showed the lung that they pulled out of these young people the lung looked like it was a steak that they had thrown on the ground and then just rubbed it in gravel and it just destroyed their lungs so um if this is real it's nothing to mess around with and i would highly recommend uh for you to take it serious you know why not we're so on fire almost uh created a a video this week, uh, you know, that was going to do something about is the guy in the White House on our side or is he, you know, working for Russia? Because it just doesn't seem like he is helping us. So um, I also wanted to talk about Eric and um, some of the stuff that he produced was really exceptional really well done and working in television and you know putting together the beauty is when i started 
working in the cable stuff. Like, there wasn't digital stuff even around. The tapes were as big as a suitcase that you would record on, and it was very, you know, the, the beauty of the new technology is a guy like Eric uh, Cosé could uh, set up a studio, you know, and I know that takes a lot of work and effort. I was always in awe of how much time and effort he put in, and, you know, he really kept this case alive, and I learned so much about the case through a lot of the stuff that he produced, and I'm just uh, eternally, eternally grateful for that. Um, I want to talk about uh, Crazy Len Kaczynski, who was the lawyer for Brendan Dassey way back in the day. He popped up on one of my news feeds today uh, about he broke the restraining order that the court had on him. And, you know, my thoughts flash back right away to, uh, you know, when he just threw Brendan Dassey to the wolves. Like, isn't there some type of litmus test? Like in the state of Wisconsin here, you can uh, graduate from uh, two law schools here in the state and you automatically can practice law. Like, you don't have to pass a bar exam if you go through uh, the University of Wisconsin uh, law school, you automatically come out and you can practice law anywhere in the state. And same with Marquette University in the city. Oh, that was something else (coughs) that I had talked to Eric Jose about. And we didn't verbally talk to him, but we sent some emails back and forth. And when the rally is held up in Manitowoc, Wisconsin, I get it. I That's the area where they, you know, um, convicted Avery and Brendan Dassey, Stephen Avery and Brendan Dassey. But to really have political power in this, and this is not political, because <laughs> every time I talk politics, uh, people don't want to put my podcast on Reddit. Um, but... Um, the areas where you're going to affect and get media attention. And a lot of people, you must understand this, if you live in the state of Wisconsin and you would stand outside a grocery store in, you know, the city of Milwaukee, our most populated city, and very few people, very few citizens will tell you anything about this case or even know about it. And so I had had some back and forths with Eric that, you know, the rally should be held either in Milwaukee and or Madison where you're going to get more buzz from media and get more people educated about the case. I, I think that's the problem here in the state. Right now, the only way this thing is getting overturned for Brendan Dassey is by having Tony Evers on his way out. Governor Evers, you know, give him a pardon when he walks out. And otherwise, I I can't see it happening any other way. And the only way, too, and my other uh, thought while I'm on this subject, if you guys um, don't like who's in the White House and you would like to see a new president uh it's coming through the state of wisconsin it's coming through um and it, eric jose i'm sure would want uh the 
you know, weight of justice, um, even, and here in the state of Wisconsin, there's going to be about four states that flip this election. We know California, where Eric was from, is already going blue. Like, it always goes blue, it's going blue, you know. And so, if you have time, effort, and energy, it would be great to have people come here to our state and knock on doors and really build the energy. And at the same time, possibly educate about, you know, this case and the lack of injustice. And we get enough voices screaming at our governor to flip this uh, conviction. Um, and, you know, Eric said he was all for, you know, uh, he he understood and he agreed with me on the, the parts of bringing the rally to a more populated area of the state, either Milwaukee or Madison, but he said he had no control over it. And, uh, you know, the I think that was in last year's 2019, and he already, you know, said it's too late, everything's in, in order, but uh, we did have that discussion. And uh, so, uh, good soul missed there. And back to Len Kaczynski, uh, uh, something in his name uh, sounds like <laughs> a little short on honesty in that. So my point is, if you come out of Wisconsin uh, University, or I'm not sure where Len came out of Marquette, if they, if he even came out of our law schools here in the state of Wisconsin, but there has to be a litmus test. Like you, you shouldn't just give anybody a. Obviously, this gentleman is disturbed you know and obviously he didn't follow the code of ethics when he threw brendan under the bus and um going back to um ken kratz's too um i think he came out of marquette law school here in the state and uh when he came on with that newscast to the state of wisconsin at dinner time that you should hide your children you know, and if you know Teresa Halbach, you don't want to listen to this crazy made-up news conference I'm going to give you that we didn't go find a stitch of evidence to back up what we're going to tell you. Oh, there's got to be a litmus test, some type of code of ethics before uh, these people are even coming into the school, you know, so... So other than that, so I think Eric was a great guy and he um, definitely, you know, um, did a lot for uh, keeping the light shining on injustice. I know he's working on some other cases too. So love people with passion. Um, You know, think of what your light is and maybe you can, you know, get on your path um maybe it's picking up where eric left off you know so other than that i just wanted to come out and give credit where credit is due and uh, again if you're wanting to flip the white house come to our state of wisconsin and start protesting and handing out information and whatever it takes to make a good campaign If you like these kind of broadcasts, please hit subscribe and please share on other platforms. Thank you.